When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to episode 70 of District of Conservation with your host, Gabriella Hoffman. I'm going to have a brief episode for you guys today just to talk about a few interesting things I found of significant note or something that I found unique and kind of give you guys an update on the hog hunt I had back in October. I have some good news on that front, but we're going to discuss a few details about some interesting things happening, opportunities for you guys to get involved in conservation-related things here in D.C., and more. I received a text yesterday from my client, Mark Lovell, of Headwaters on the Soqui, which is the fishing lodge, fly fishing lodge to be exact, that I have talked about here on the podcast and elsewhere on social media. Mark has become a good friend in the course of our collaborating together And he had good news for me yesterday. He sent me a picture of what appears to be the skull of the feral hog that I harvested that I have on footage taking a kill shot. And he told me after we weren't able to find it the next day after the evening hunt we did uh, back in late October of 2019, he said most likely it'll show up somewhere in some form or fashion and lo and behold it did so when I go to Georgia next I'll get to see it firsthand but what I've been told is that feral hogs are notoriously skittish and they dart off after you take shots and sometimes they're almost untraceable and impossible to find if you hunt them and they do a Houdini like disappearing act so I was a little deterred that I couldn't retrieve it like my friend Cindy did uh, when we both shot kill shots for our hogs uh, down in Georgia but I knew at some point (laughs) definitely a few months after the hunt that the remnants of the pig uh, would be found in some form or fashion and obviously with the deadhead of the feral hog found that's pretty cool but most likely bears or coyotes got to it that's typical uh, with carcasses of wild animals usually the other more apex predators that reside get to have their fill of the animal. So I didn't get to enjoy my wild hog, but hopefully next time I go in a few months, I'll be able to get one successfully this time, not take a miss the first time. And then the second time take a successful kill shot and then not find it. So hopefully third time is a charm in this case. But if you ever are dispirited about things, know that everyone new hunters like myself included have interesting stories, and that's part of the experience with learning how to hunt, much like with learning how to fish or shooting guns. But yeah, in in my journey, in my young journey in this activity, I am trying to be transparent and recount some interesting stories of the misses, the successes, and every caveat of it, because that's what it is. It's an all-encompassing activity. It's not enough to fight against bad policy or advocate for good policy. It's about immersing yourself in the activity too. So I try to bring both those views into commentary here and in my writing 
But yeah, that's kind of an update for you as to how my hunt transpired. If you are finding yourself at CPAC, which is the Conservative Political Action Conference happening in National Harbor, uh, this week, from Thursday to Saturday, you can find me at the Committee for a Constructive Tomorrow booth and kind of all over the hotel. We're going to be handing out some flyers in promotion of a new documentary that the organization has coming out. But if you want to talk conservation with me or anyone else there, CPAC is a great opportunity to do so, especially to see what the conservative take on conservation is like. I'm happy to discuss what we're doing at CFACT or with my different endeavors here on the podcast with writing. If you have questions about how you can be a conservationist or how you can better live out that, um, I'm definitely a person to approach and I would love to help answer any questions you may have if you find yourself at the conference this week in the D.C. area. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. As always, we appreciate any feedback you can provide and encourage you to subscribe to us on your participating platforms, especially if you have Apple Podcasts. If you have that one in particular, especially, I would greatly appreciate if you could listen to past episodes, subscribe, and leave some reviews for us. Reviews go a long way with helping us climb the Apple podcast ranks in the wilderness category, and it helps us get seen more by more people. So do your part, if you can, to share the podcast to those who may be interested in our policy discussions, our guest speakers, featured guests, and anything that happens here. What you can expect from me on the podcast soon. I'm going to likely be interviewing my friend Travis Thompson from the Cast and Blast Florida podcast. I'm actually going on his podcast later today to record a podcast for his podcast. And I've gone on before and it's really fun. And I'm hoping that he can reciprocate and come on to talk about what's happening down in Florida with the Everglades situation and just what it's like to be a Florida man or untypical, atypical Florida man. And he is a resource. I think you're going to like hearing from him. But I think he'll be our next guest probably next week. But we'll record that later tonight. And uh, I'll let you know when that link goes live. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat and never miss future episodes. And to stay tuned with what we're doing.